another week of It's Just My Thoughts, and I'm your host, Mika Reeves, and what's good, y'all? Happy New Year! My last episode was, what was it, right before the New Year, and I took a week off before going into the year. So I'm really excited to be here. I hope you guys enjoyed the last episode. I got so much feedback. I always love when I get to bring the guys on, or even Jamonte get to pop on, or any any men that come on, because I usually have a lot of women on the show. And uh, I like for guys to come and have conversations about their feelings because I feel like men don't always talk about their feelings enough. So I was happy I got to share that and I'm happy that you guys uh, got to enjoy that. Um, So far, the year has been going. Uh, 2024 has started. Uh, Today, this is actually my favorite episode that I do every year, talking about my word of the year. So the thought of the week this week is going to be on what I chose for my word of the year and why. Um, I hope that, uh, you know, we finished the year thinking about some of the things that we wanted to do for 2024, some of the things we wanted to accomplish. I'm not really a big resolution person. I'm more so of a, you know, I have my goals, but I already set goals in general, but I just think about things that I want to do a little better. And so I use the word of the year as my guide throughout the year of things that I want to just work on. So I'm more of a word of year person and kind of just you know, using that word to kind of guide me throughout the year. And so I'm really excited to kind of share mine. It took me a while this year to th- last year to think about it. I was like, I didn't know what, what, what I wanted to choose and what I wanted to kind of work on. And then I've been very reflective of, you know, my space and my, and my mental space and where I am with things. Uh, and so, um, so yeah, so it popped to me one day, literally while I was laying around. So uh, that's the one I chose. And so we're going to, we're going to chat about that later. Um, what have I been up to? I really haven't been up to much. Uh, this is like my, my second favorite part of the year. Um, because it's so much sports on, so I'm a big sports person. So I've been watching a lot of sports. I know Leslie is absolutely tired of me. Um, I'm a big South Carolina Gamecock fan. And so we go quite often down to Columbia and go to the games. And so, um, that's, that's probably the coolest thing that I do, you know, to be honest, so we watch a lot of football, watch a lot of basketball, and um, it's going to be so much basketball all the way until March Madness, and so I'm really excited about that. And then after March Madness, we roll into, you know, playoff time for NBA, then we roll into WNBA and just do it all over again. But that's all I've really been doing. I've been reading. I've been trying to just breathe a little bit. School started back today, so I feel like my life is about to be over again, and uh, I'm about to be super busy, but... um the episodes are back to once a week. This one's coming out a little bit later today, but uh, the episodes are back to every week and getting back on a roll with things with the pod. Um, I know I told you guys last year, but I do appreciate everybody that's kind of stuck with me. Last year was a little rough year for me and it, it was um, uh, rough on me mentally. And so I had to kind of get back to a better place to where I can get back on track with the pod. And so I appreciate all the people that's, that's reached out, asking where it is and times that I don't record. But just know that it's going to be every week, back to every week again, um, going forward. Uh, expecting some guests soon. So I have some of those uh, episodes popping out. And uh, that's all I've been up to. So um, I do also want to mention the book club. We chose the January book and we're currently reading Perfect Peace by Daniel Black. It's a virtual book club. It's just my thoughts book club. And if you want to be a part of it, all you have to do is reach out to me and you can be a part of it. We just gained about four new members. So that's been pretty cool. It's growing, growing, growing. Um, And I'm really excited about it. That's actually 
been one of my bright spots for 2023 besides getting engaged was uh the starting the um the book club because we have so many great conversations with the people in the group i've met some really cool people and so that's been cool because you know i had a a podcast episode about making friends as adults and so it's been kind of cool to meet new people and learn about new people and things like that so it's been cool uh so if you want to be part of the book club definitely reach out to me um we can make that happen also don't forget to follow the show uh if you like it then you can get all the notifications for new episodes come out so definitely follow the show like and subscribe and also leave a rating you know hopefully you enjoy the show but you know leave leave a rating and you know, give me feedback as well, because um, it's greatly appreciated. But also, you know, follow the show, follow me on social media. Um, and the show is on anywhere you can find podcasts, you know, SoundCloud, Spotify, podcast, whatever's your poison. But I do appreciate your support uh, with the show. It's been amazing since the inception of this. Uh, this was my brainchild during COVID that's still going. And I love it so much. And I love sharing with you guys every week. So I do, you know, did want to start this episode since the beginning of the year, just telling y'all how much I appreciate y'all for really, really rocking with me and just sticking with me on this. Um, I laugh because I go back sometimes uh, and listen to my, my old episodes and when I first started and it was rough, you know, and I was, you know, I didn't, I was so scared to come on and share and, uh, but it was, it was so um, therapeutic for me just, you know, talking and sharing and I look forward to doing it every week. So I do really appreciate y'all. So let's just roll into the mantra of the day. Today's mantra, I am shining my light. I am sharing my love. I am speaking with kindness. I am acting peacefully. Uh, I picked this one because it, it has something to do with my word of the year, but uh, I get those mantras from I am mantra page on Twitter. It's my favorite account. I look at the mantras every single morning. Um, but I think that, uh, you know, getting in your mind that you want to live a certain way, be a certain way, it has to be something that you, is constant work. I work really hard at being a great friend, being a great partner, being a great, uh, you know, aunt and all the things with my family. And uh, it's something that I take pride in. I was talking the other day, um, I talk a lot about my legacy and maybe because I turned 40 this year. And so I feel like, you know, um, I'm, I'm starting to get older and I officially feel that way. And I think as you get older, you really become reflective of what you want to leave behind. And I pride myself on being, uh, an honest, good person. You know, I have a lot of flaws and I have things that might not be, you know, great to some people, but, um, I'm honest. And I, and I think that's something that you just can't take away from the situation and uh, I think my legacy, what I want it to be and what I, you know, I, I think it will be is that I want to be remembered on how I love, you know, if you really actually know me, know me, and you are actually, um, you know, around me, you know, how much I value family and how much I love, you know, especially my little ones in my life. And they bring me so much joy and they bring me so much happiness and I want to be remembered when I'm not here, on, you know, strictly on how I loved and, and the memories that we created together. And, um, you know, just I hope that they remember that. And so that's what I kind of lean into and pour into. And those are the things that's important to me. And, um, yeah, so it's just I'm a continual work in progress. But uh, more and more, I do think about what I want to be left behind. And I do want people to remember um how I loved. 
you know, and what that felt like for them. All right. So let's just roll into the deep dive discussion. I think the last episode I talked about, I was going to see color purple. So I'm going to give you guys my whole spill on what I thought about color purple, the musical. So let's get into it. All right. So I, I have seen color purple, the musical that's out in theaters twice thus far. Uh, hopefully this is not, I don't think I'm spoiling anything for anybody, but I'm just going to just go over it, but hopefully I don't spoil anything for anybody. Um, so I am, which I don't think I've ever talked about it on here. I am a huge color purple fan. Um, color purple, the book by Alice Walker probably saved my life a million times over. And I read it when I was a kid and the story was so enlightening for me. It was so powerful for me that literally I read that book every year um, for the next 16 years of my life. I read Color Purple every year. And so I think I haven't, I haven't, the last time I read it, I think was around when I was 31. So I haven't read it in about eight years, but I've, I've read it a million times at this point. But the original movie, I've watched a movie. I don't even know how many times I actually have the Blu-ray of Color Purple because that's a movie that has to be in your collection. And I feel the same way about the musical. Um, I was a little hesitant because I was like, I mean, I saw it on Broadway. I, you know, I, I, I experienced it, but I wasn't really sure what they were going to do as far as a, like a, um, a movie adaptation of it. And, um, and then I wasn't really sure of some of the people they picked. So I was like, oh man, I don't, I don't know, you know, because it's so hard when you have, um, like the 85, you know, original movie. And then you go into like an adaptation of like a classic, you know? And so, um, so I was a little hesitant at first because I didn't know what to expect. And then I didn't see it on Christmas day because it was sold out. And so I saw it, uh, a couple of days after, I think I saw it on the 30th. So, right. So it was like new year's weekend. And, um, I was really excited about it. And it was interesting because I kind of been seeing like reviews and I was seeing like people perspectives online, like just people talking about it. And so I went into it expecting a little bit more and maybe something, something different. I don't really know. And it, 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 I, I absolutely loved it. Like it's, it's weird because some of the feedback that I saw, like people were really upset about, uh, you know, Taraji and Fantasia and, you know, which is Suge Avery and Seeley. And I was like, well, you know, especially if you read the book, if you read the book, it goes so in depth about that relationship and how beautiful that relationship was and how they, they literally taught each other love. Like Suge Avery taught Celie, um, that she was beautiful and that she, she, what it felt like to be genuinely loved by somebody and that she was somebody in the world and she uplifted her in that way. And I think Celie taught Suge that, uh, she doesn't have to use her body and be um, objectified out in the world. Like she's more than just what she is giving to people and that maybe her body should be more sacred to her um, as far as like who she is as a person because I think that she liked love too due to her father um, not really showing her love. And so she kind of needed that healing too. And I think they both came together and healed each other. It's a very beautiful story. So when I was seeing people like kind of like criticizing and saying things about uh, you know, I didn't know what to expect. Cause I was like, Oh, you know, what are we about to, <laughs> what are we about to get on here? You know, like, and so when I actually saw the movie and it was very minute, I was like, I don't get in 2023. Why, why does shit, you know, bother 
people so much. I don't, I don't really get it, but obviously I felt the people that were complaining, you obviously did not read the book and maybe you didn't even watch the original movie, you know, because it was very clear that Suge and Celie were in a relationship. Like they were in a relationship relationship. And if you read the book, like you would know it go, it breaks down the relationship and what happened when they left when Tennessee. So it goes even more in depth on that relationship. So I don't know, but let's just talk about the musical. So when I went to see it, I came with my tissue because I was ready just in case, um, you know, I felt like I was going to cry. Uh, I've seen Fantasia perform. I am here before. And so I knew what she could do. And so I just didn't, I didn't really know what else was going to get brought to the table and how they were going to do these musical arrangements. So just in case I had some feels, I brought some tissue. I wore purple because that was important. And, um, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. Like I, I wasn't, I shouldn't say pleasant surprised, but I was, I loved it. I loved it. I thought, so, okay. So let me talk about my first go around. Then I'm gonna talk about what I felt the second go around. The first go around, like I came in, you know, not knowing what to expect. I knew Fantasia was going to be great. So Fantasia did what she needed to do. Me personally, um, and I'm a huge Fantasia fan, so it's nothing to do with Fantasia because I knew exactly what Fantasia was going to bring. I was blown away the first go around by Danielle Brooks. I thought that she played Sophia amazing. Like I, I loved it. I will say I felt like they were trying to not make the movie so, so heavy. And so like they wanted to kind of bring joy and I could see where they were kind of trying to do that in some areas. I did feel like some of the powerful scenes that's from the original was kind of stripped a little bit in the musical. Um, and I kind of hated that, but I know that this is a different interpretation of it. So I was trying not to just be like, you know, so comparative of the first movie because you really can't compare. I will say, I think that Coleman Domingo, uh, adaptation of Mr. was better than, uh, um, Donald Glover. Uh, I felt like, um, you got to see more of Mr. Story. You got to see his misery. You got to see him, um, grow and change as a person and evolve I thought that was important to see and you got to see like true forgiveness like on the original movie I feel like you saw forgiveness like at the end kind of but not really because um if you recall like at the end of the original movie you know Celie you know Nettie comes up with her kids with Celie's kids and then you see Mr. kind of in the in the far like you know um, like you knew it came from him and he was the one that made this happen. But, and you know, I just feel like you kind of saw a little bit, but I think the musical did more on showing like a for real, um, moment of forgiveness because he was horrible to see Lee. So actually seeing him actually suffer, you know, actually, you know, having his ward around him crumble and him having to really humble himself um, I thought it was brilliant. I loved it. I love that piece. And I love showing um, forgiveness in that way. Uh, and so, yeah, so the first go around, I just let it all, I'm not going to tell you guys everything for people that haven't seen it. Cause I think you should experience it the first time just with naked eyes. Like I did, I didn't watch any interviews. I didn't do anything. I just went to go see it. So the second go around after I went to go see the movie, then I became a color purple groupie. And I'm now I'm watching all the interviews. And if you actually like sit and watch the interviews, they are amazing with the cast. These are some brilliant people, loving people. And you can see the love that they have with each other and how it like transcends all throughout 
you can see it in the movie too but you could you can tell they genuinely like each other and i think when you genuinely like each other that that makes a difference too so after i watched the interviews and i kind of went through like i kind of listened to like their experience and how they felt and how they were moved and all of that well then that made me um want to go see it again because it was some elements like i like i miss that some of the instances where it was like performances was like in Seeley's imagination. So it's like you would see it, but I don't know. I, I guess that didn't really process to me the first go around. So then when I, when I, when they told me like, oh, like, yeah, like, you know, a lot of this is through Seeley's imagination. Like what she's thinking in her mind, like you actually are going in her mind in this movie. And then I was like, oh, so when I saw it the second time and I saw it through her lens, Oh, I thought that shit was brilliant. I like, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. And then I think the second go around, I appreciated Taraji more. I thought Taraji was phenomenal as Suge. I really, really did. Um, I guess the first time I was just, I don't know, like I, I just was taking it all in and I just wasn't really watching certain things. But the second go around, I was like studying like this person and that person. And, um, I thought Corey Hawkins, who plays Harpo was really great. Like, I just think the performances were good. And I don't know, like, even if, even if you're not a musical person, I thought the mu- the music in Color Purple was so uh, well thought out and it was so, ju- it just merged so well with the scenes. Like when Danielle Brooks performs Hell No and um, it was perfect. Like the whole performance was perfect for that moment and everything. And so I, I loved it. Like I plan to go back this weekend and watch it again. Just because I, you know, as a, as a black person, when you actually get a movie with, with an all black cast and, you know, that's powerful this way and giving so many messages, I just think it's important to support it. And then you don't always get to see it. So I feel like for me, like when you actually get something like this, then, um, yeah, I'm gonna go again before it's out theaters because, you know, I, I genuinely, genuinely, um, I love the movie. And I can't say which one, like, I, I, I don't like when people say which one's better because I think er, the book, the original movie, and then now this musical adaptation of the original movie, you know, it's all different, all different. And, and what they want you to feel and experience completely different. Like on, on the, the movie, you're going to get just the raw of everything. Like the like color purple makes me feel so many things but it saved my life in so many ways because at the end of it and you see that Celie made it like her shit was fucked up, but she made it, you know? And so I've talked candidly on here about how like my childhood wasn't great for me. And sometimes even I felt like, you know, um, unworthiness, I felt loss, you know, I felt loneliness a lot, confusion a lot. And when I escaped into the color purple and I read, um, you know, Celie's story. And, you know, it, it made me feel like that I too could, could make it and be somebody if I would put my mind to it. And so, you know, that's why I think I'm just a color purple stand because it was one of the most um, important literatures I've ever read in my life and pertaining to my life. Um, so, you know, that's my, that's my piece on it, but I loved it. And if you haven't seen it, even if you're not a musical person, I think you should still just go see it because it's really, really good actually. Um, I really enjoyed it. So I plan to go see it again. And, um, I'm really, I I loved it. I don't know. I loved it, but, uh, that's all I had. I think the other movie that I'm going to go see, I think it comes out this weekend or maybe it comes out in two weeks 
It's the Book of Clarence um, with Lakeith Stanfield. I plan to go see that. But um, but yeah, so I wanted to share my thoughts on Color Purple. I think it's a I think it's a, a must see. I do, especially if you haven't seen it. Um, and also watch the interviews. You know, with uh, right now on the OWN Network, Oprah's doing a three part series. Taraji uh, episode came out last night. And next week, I think it's Fantasia. And I think it ends with Daniel Brooks. And it's like an interview, um, like an hour long interview from all of them. And that was pretty good too. So it's good. So definitely go see it. So that's all I have for the deep dive. I just wanted to kind of discuss color purple and we're going to just roll into the thought of the week where we discuss our word of the year. All right, so for the word of the year, that's usually a word that you pick um, that could be a goal, could be something that you want to work on throughout the year. But it, but I use it as a guide to kind of guide me throughout the year. Last year, my word of the year was gratitude. Man, oh man, gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. And honestly, like I'm actually still practicing gratitude. Uh, practicing gratitude for me last year was one of the most amazing things. And I'm so thankful that I picked gratitude for my word of the year because last year actually was a rough year for me. Um, it was, I experienced, I I feel like I experienced so much kind of like loss. And when it comes to, and what I mean by that, I guess I'm saying like, when it comes to just navigating relationships, I think it was a hard year for me for relationships. But as far as me, like my own personal life, that's just based on myself it was one of my best years I've had just on me by myself. Um, I think when you practice gratitude, you know, you really just don't care about the small stuff. It's stuff really just didn't really matter that much to me. Um, you know, if I really didn't experience, experience a lot of disappointment because it was really nothing to be disappointed about, you know, like if I wanted to complain every day I woke up, I was like, I'm just grateful to be alive. I'm grateful to be here. You know, I'm grateful to log into this job and do my job that sustains and pays my bills. Um, so I don't know. It was really cool. Like it, it put me in such a positive space, even at times that I felt that I wanted to be or I felt I was being pushed into a negative space. It was good to remind myself on things that I'm thankful for, even with loss. Like it was like, I'm, you know, um, I was still I was still thankful for, you know, everything that I had and thankful that I have the abilities to do certain things. And, you know, I travel, I live, and I pretty much live, um, with ease in a sense, you know, in comparison to what maybe some people might have a struggle at times. Like, uh, you know, we don't really have a struggle as far as like, you know, bills and things and pretty much whatever we want to do, we pretty much can. So you have a lot to be thankful for. And I think people sometimes should chill and just think about the things that you have instead of things that you don't have. It probably would make you a lot happier person. And so, I feel like I had a lot of joy when it came to that. I think my biggest lesson in 2023, to be honest, was that um, as much as I talk about boundaries and it's something that, you know, I've worked on a lot, went to therapy for and talked about it in therapy for years. You know, even me, I still have times that I still have to work on boundaries with people. You know, I still have to, um, I'm very much a giver and I realized that I'm around a lot of takers. And so I have to be mindful of the things that I do because I will literally just give you, you know, the shirt off my back and anything that I have. 
Um, and I don't think that's always deserved. You know, you give to people that's not necessarily deserving of that. And so I think my what made 2023 very hard for me was that my happiness and my joy, I felt, was slowly being stolen from me. And it was outside of it was outside of me. Um, and so it just didn't make sense because I really it, it was like almost like a blind side of things happening all the time. And I and I was literally just like, what else can possibly happen? And, you know, you experience loss, but in the same breath, it's like, you know, I don't regret the loss of any relationship that happened in 2023. None of them. Um, because I feel like when you're, when you're walking and you're moving a certain way, it makes people uncomfortable. And when people are uncomfortable, you know, unfortunately, you know, they might not fit, you know, and they might be in a season and sometimes people could be in their own season and that's cool. And you have every right to be in your season and I have a right to be in mine. And so, you know, maybe those things just don't align, you know, and I have the ability to be okay with that, you know? And so, uh, I, I was, I was uncomfortable last year with some things. And then as the year went on, like I started reminding myself, like, you know, you you have a lot of things to be thankful for. Like, why are you letting people steal your joy and your happiness? Like, it's not, it's not worth it because this is literally the only life that we have. And, you know, like I stated earlier, I turned 40 this year and I'm getting older and, you know, I don't want to walk around and be miserable, especially miserable based on other people. You know, I just feel like, you know, if people don't want to rock with you, they just don't. And it's okay. You know, and I think, um, 2023, I think some people, uh, uh, made my life a lot easier, you know, to be honest, because if you don't want to rock with me, then don't, you know, and it's, it's a loss more so to you than it, than it is for me. And so I think people made my life on some decisions a lot easier, but in the same breath, you know, it was hurtful, you know? And it was things that I had to navigate and I struggled with it for months in 2023, a long time. But uh, when I started thinking about 2024 and what I didn't want to bring in 2024, I don't want to bring any of that. Like I wake up every day happy. I wake up every day, no regrets, uh, no anything. Um, And I wake up every day, you know, happy. And I I want to continue that. So my word of the year was happy happiness. Just as simple as that. The definition of happiness is the state of being happy. And it's weird because, you know, we talk about being happy. We talk about like things that make you happy. But I think what, what I fell into last year, and I've had to have a lot of difficult conversations at the beginning of this year to really um, start the process of living by my word a year is that I did a lot of things that did not serve me to make other people happy. And I can no longer do things at the detriment of myself to make other people happy for their happiness, because you do those things. And I'm not saying the other person might not appreciate, might appreciate it. might not, you know, a lot of times people probably don't because really people really shouldn't ask you to do things that is going to be a detriment to you. You know, that's not, that doesn't even serve you. Right. But they do, you know, because you have givers in the world and you have takers in the world. And so takers, that's what they do. They take, they give you nothing in return, you know, barely even can ask you how you doing, but they're going to take everything from you, especially if you please don't offer it. Cause if you offer it, they really going to take it. And then they take it and they go about their way. And they don't think about how that might've actually been a sacrifice to you. 
you know, that might've actually been a whole bunch of shit that you might've want to do for yourself that you done sacrifice for this person. They just take and don't give you anything back in return. I'm not saying you do things for based on what people give you in return, but sometimes just knowing that they appreciate it is enough. Right? So I had to have a lot of conversations going into, like at the beginning, this last couple of weeks, well, last week, it's only been a, one week into the year. Um, of just like my boundaries and really being intentional about setting boundaries and no longer doing things that don't serve me. You know, I'm tired. Um, I'm, I'm honestly tired of just crazy relationships with people like that just doesn't make sense. Um, to me, um, a lot of things I experienced in 2023, I am still confused by that. I don't understand. And I think some things is not for me to understand because it has nothing to do with me. And that's the part it's like, I shouldn't have allowed so many things to alter my joy and my happiness because the sad thing is you let things alter your joy and happiness, especially when it comes to people and you're all fucked up. You know, you're upset. You're up at night thinking about it. But the sad thing is like, especially in my case, the, you know, the people that you are, you're up thinking about and you're sad about, they're not upset thinking about me. You know, they're not, they're not upset. You know, they're just going on. And, and that really resonated with me because I was like, wow, like, you know, um, this is really affecting my life and it's affecting it in a negative way. And, you know, I, I was really like, it was, it's crazy because, and it's really sad to me because it's like, you know, 2023, I got engaged and it was just such a awesome experience. And it was just crazy that you have people in your life that like want to bring, um, craziness when like I, I so I really honestly like I didn't really get to enjoy my engagement the way that I honestly would have liked because it was so much um chaos in some areas in our life and so that really just made me really sad in general because I really you know didn't really get to, to get to enjoy it to be honest I'm I mean we're still kind of trying to enjoy it now you know we got engaged in June and so, you know, it makes you sad when you really put stuff in perspective because um, I would never want to steal somebody's joy and happiness and and everything else. And so that's what I had to change in myself. And so I'm trying to be really intentional in 2024 of not allowing it. You know, like if I have to be selfish a little bit, that's what I'll be um, because I, I want to be happy. You know, I want to I want to just have peace and I want to be happy. Like I find I literally find contentment and like I told you guys earlier, going to a going to a game, you know, for some people, it might be corny for me to sit in a theater and cry at color purple, but it brought me joy. You know, I like to sit and have a good little video game or read a good little book. Like my life is very simple. I enjoy the simplicity of things. Um, I'm thankful for the simplicity of things. And so, um, you know, that's what I want to continue pouring into the people that pour into me. I want to continue to laugh and be light and be free and just live in my joy and be happy. And so, you know, I know what comes with that is just putting up extra boundaries. And I'm sure, you know, with the boundaries, it's just going to make people uncomfortable. But, you know, I, you know, I'm okay with that though, because I'm okay with just having a lighter load in general, you know, and I just at this point where I am in life, I just want to be surrounded by people that are like-minded and I want to be surrounded by people that are on the same wavelength that I am on. And, you know, I try to live and be a pretty positive person and, um, 
yeah and I, I just think that we should all just you know put a focus on just happiness man like I've spent like my childhood was was tragic you know and so I spent a large majority of my life um you know just being sad or being unhappy and all the things and like I don't I don't want to be that as an adult you know and I don't want to be um you know, miserable, but I don't want to be miserable at the hands of other people. And I think that's the biggest thing that I probably had to go through in 2023, just to really drive home to me that like, Hey, yeah, this is crazy. Um, and boundaries are definitely needed. But I think that my biggest lesson was that, and that I, that was eye opening for me was when I thought about this, just how many things I did at the detriment of myself, even when I knew, I knew some things for sure. And I still was like, okay, you know, to make someone else happy. And um, I no longer plan to do that. And so, you know, starting the year, it's been a lot of difficult conversations that I've had to have, but there've been important conversations for me. So, um, so yeah, so that's my word of the year, happiness. Um, I'm going to, when I post this, I'm, I would love to know what your word of the year is and what you chose for yourself. I'm also going to post my word of the year on my social media page. Um, so yeah, let's continue the conversation and tell me what yours is as well. Uh, don't forget to follow the show, uh, like, and subscribe. You can find me on all streaming platforms. Um, I also want to end it too, just saying that I do really appreciate you guys and rocking with me and just continue to, you know, ask me where the episodes are and listen to the episodes and give me feedback and send me messages and continue the conversation. I get a lot of messages and it's really cool. Um, when I'm able to just continue talking, um, But like always, I thank you so much for listening. It's Mika here, and I appreciate you.